Indiana is staying active on the recruiting trail, uh, offering one top 40 prospect in the 2024 class, scheduling a visit with one of the top prospects in the 2023 class. And then we also have some news about Parker Stewart and where he will be playing basketball next season. Going to cover all of that in today's episode. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Tuesday, April 26th. This, as always, is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics, whether it's news, whether it's analysis, we do previews and recaps during the season. We cover every uh, IU sport. A lot of basketball to talk about right now, especially on the recruiting trail. One of the more fun times of the year, a lot of uh, possibilities. Uh, Indiana has offered uh, a familiar name in the 2024 class. And then KJ Evans, one of the very top prospects in next year's class, looks like he will be coming to Bloomington this summer we're going to touch on both of those things first i forgot to introduce myself for new listeners i am jacob want to thank you guys for making locked on hoosiers part of your day today specifically your first listen every single day we're free and available everywhere you guys listen to podcasts including youtube premiere the episodes there at 7 a.m every morning so be sure you are subscribed over there, can join the conversation each day. As always, you can, as I said, subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers literally anywhere you guys listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Not a ton to talk about uh, during the kind of down period we're in right now, but we try to keep it lively and keep it fun. And eventually, I think we're going to ask for some mailbag questions. So, uh, if you guys have any questions, you can tweet them to us over there. We're going to put out a prompt for it eventually and have one of those in the coming uh, weeks as we really, really get into the dog days of the offseason. We aren't there yet, though, because there is some recruiting news. Uh, the recruiting period is rolling right now. IU as busy as ever, including over the weekend, offering top 40 pros- 2024 prospect Dylan Harper. Now, that is the son of former NBA player Ron Harper, and maybe more uh, specifically, more well-known to IU fans after last season, the brother of Rutgers forward Ron Harper Jr., who hit the shot that we all thought at the time uh, ended IU's tournament hopes. Uh, Fortunately, it did not, but this is the brother of Ron Harper Jr., Dylan, though, is a big prospect in his own right. Uh, He's ranked number 33 in 247 Sports Composite Rankings. He's listed as a combo guard, 6'5", 180. Uh, Not quite as big as his brother, as you guys remember watching last season. He was much more of a forward, much more of a bigger body player. Uh, Dylan is a lefty, unlike his brother. His brother was a righty. Uh, Dylan is a lefty, and in the updated rankings that came out for the 2024 class over the weekend, here was kind of a a snippet of the scouting report on 
Dylan Harper, he, uh, he has good size, shoots it well, gets others involved, and really uses his body well to finish through contact. Obviously not a ton there. You could say that about a lot of prospects, but um, the more these top guys in Indiana can, can get into the program, the better it is. And speaking of that, uh, KJ Evans, who's a name that we've mentioned more and more and more as the uh, recruiting process has gone on, he will be planning a visit to Bloomington. For those that for have forgotten, currently the number two ranked player in the 2023 class. Uh, Indiana has been in on him for quite a while. Uh, Kwame Evans Jr. is his kind of full name, KJ, the nickname that he goes by. Uh, but he will be making a visit to Indiana this summer. It looks like it'll be in June. Indiana has not only been in on him early, but they very much have a some type of pipeline going on uh, between Bloomington and Montverde, where KJ plays. Obviously, J- uh, Jalen Hood Shafino and Malik Renault were his teammates this season. Both of those players will be on campus, uh, presumably during the summer when Evans will be making his visit, which, uh, in fact, he said that's why he wants to come in June, because he knows uh, those two will be on campus. So that matters. Uh, we saw it It mattered to some degree when Malik Renault was taking his visit, that Jalen Hood Shafino's whole family uh, himself included, was visiting. Those who were obviously close, having two teammates like that there, that type of stuff matters. Building relationships with program with program schools like this matters. So, listen, Indiana has a shot. Um, it it's a, it might be a long shot. I don't really know. Evans' top, he's down to five schools. Indiana's among them with Auburn, Kentucky, Oregon, and UCLA. He's already visited Kentucky. He uh, said he plans to go to Oregon this spring, and then he will be going to IU this summer. So it, it, it's interesting. Uh, it's not often Indiana is kind of this uh, deep into a recruiting process with a prospect like Evans, who, uh, as we said, the number two ranked player in the 2023 class, uh, a forward, supremely talented he jumped out on the screen when watching Hood Shafino, Malik Renault at Montverde. Evans is listed at 6'9", 200 pounds. He would be one of the very, very top prospects Indiana has ever gotten if he were to commit, but that seems pretty far down the line. Uh, there really aren't even any predictions on um, crystal ball predictions on his page. There are... There is one, exactly, and it is Oregon, but it is only one. I'd imagine that is because he probably plays for an or, or a Nike uh, AAU team because that's how those things work, but Indiana is in on him, and w- that means we'll have more to talk about into this summer. Last thing uh, for the news, Parker Stewart announced on Twitter today that he will be playing his final season at UT Martin. It's a, it's a really cool story. Uh, obviously, or maybe not, depending on how familiar you are with his story, Parker Stewart was at UT Martin playing for his father, who passed away unexpectedly. He ended up leaving the program. That's when he transferred to IU mid-year. 
sat out before playing last season. Seemed a little up in the air whether he was going to play this season or not. Um, I certainly originally didn't think that he would based on just the nature of his senior speech and kind of what he was posting on Twitter and social media. It seemed like he was done, but uh, this is a really awesome story. He said on Twitter, quote, one thing I've learned in life is to never take any, never, never take time around the people you love for granted. I will be using my additional year of eligibility and will be returning home to UTM for my final season. Long live 45. My goal is to complete your mission. Mama, I'm back. So I'm sure IU fans, myself included, will be rooting for all the success for him next season because that's a a really cool story. We're going to wrap up the individual season recaps for the women's basketball side today by talking about Grace Berger's season, the steadying force that was for Indiana all season long, uh, established herself as the Hoosiers' best player, and no matter how much changed around her, she uh, kept chugging along and was the driving force for Indiana. So we'll look back on her season here in just one moment. First, though, our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted better gut health. What is this stuff? If you're like me, you hear it mentioned all the time on podcasts. Well, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging, all everything. It's a one-stop shop for you guys. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, whatever it is. This contains less than a gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, uh, artificial anything, and it still tastes good. Uh, supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. Best part is it costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than all the different supplements you're taking individually anyway. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash college. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash college to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Now for the big announcement we've been talking about. For the first time ever, Locked on is hosting live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft from our studios in Dallas with pick-by-pick analysis from our local team experts and draft gurus. Tune in to all three days as our bet, as our draft team uh, guides you through every pick, every trade, everything going on during the draft, all in real time. Uh, 
Starts on Thursday, April 28th at 7 p.m. It's available on Locked On NFL's YouTube and on the Odyssey app as well. We're going to tomorrow get you caught up on all of the Hoosiers in the draft. Now, let's talk IU women's basketball for the final time in our individual season recaps. And what saved the best for last? Uh, Grace Berger was someone who came into the season uh, as one of the best players for Indiana. There was high expectations for her. She met and exceeded all of those. Just steady is, is the best way. Uh, to describe her, I think she was always, always, always there for the Hoosiers. Dependable might even be a better word because she always performed at a high level, uh, pretty much no matter the competition, no matter the game, no matter the situation. She was always there for the Hoosiers. I mean, if you look, there were only three instances all season long she scored in single digits. One of them was against Norfolk State in the third game of the season that IU won by 30, and she had 11 rebounds anyway. One of them was in the overtime win against Maryland, which may have been her worst game of the season. She was 3 of 13 in that one, had 9 points, but uh, the Hoosiers come away victorious in that one. And then the next game, technically, I mean, she scored 9 points. Damn near had a triple-double. 9 points, 8 assists, 11 rebounds. Flirted with a triple-double there. And then from that point on, January 5th on, uh, she was in double figures the whole way, which pretty much coincides with when Mackenzie Holmes went down with injury. Uh, She stepped up, Grace did, in a massive way. The couple of games right after Mackenzie's injury, 22 points against Nebraska and a seven-point win. And then that memorable, memorable win in Mackey Arena against Purdue, the comeback, force overtime. It was Grace Berger that hit so, so many of the big buckets at the end of regulation, into overtime, 24 points on the night for her. She was unstoppable down the stretch, 9 of 17 shooting. There were so many nights like that. It it feels like when Grace is playing, uh, she can get wherever she wants, whatever shot she wants, whatever uh, action she wants. It feels like she can get to it without really any resistance, and she makes it look so smooth along the way. Just a mid-ranger maestro. Uh, when Indiana needed someone, um, we talk we talked so much about players stepping up when McKenzie went down, uh, and we talked about kind of all the the role players, so to speak, stepping up as a group to fill in that hole. Well, Grace had to take control of the team. Like there was somebody that needed to be at the top, and Indiana never missed a beat because Grace kept control of the team just like that. Uh, We mentioned from early January on, she scored double figures in every single game, every single night for the Hoosiers. And more often than not, it was on very efficient shooting. She finishes the season averaging 16.2 points, 6.2 rebounds, 4.7 assists, and shot 45% from the field. Uh, A number of the big games during the season – She was there. She stepped up for it. We mentioned that Purdue game. Um, The Michigan game might have been the only exception to that, but that was after IU had 15 days off for COVID. Uh, So you wouldn't really expect anybody to be able to um, kind of play well in those circumstances. The two Iowa losses in the regular season, she had 21 and 22 points. 
she had 16 points in the win over Maryland in the Big Ten tournament. That was huge for Indiana. The All three Iowa losses, she scored 20 points. So it was hard to really fault her in any of those, especially that Big Ten championship game. She was, for portions of that game, the only offense IU really had going. 18 points against Charlotte, 15 points against Princeton. Only had 13 points against UConn, but the Hoosiers really, really struggled in that one. Uh, nonetheless, though, she was she was immense. And the fact that she's going to be coming back is absolutely massive for Indiana. She really established herself not just um one of not just the best player at Indiana, which she has. She was one of the Big Ten's best players, which is why she was all Big Ten first team. She was one of the country's best players. She's her and Mackenzie Holmes, but probably more so Grace, considering Mackenzie was injured. They're going to be on all kinds of All-American lists, preseason watch lists, everything, because Grace is one of the, the top returning players in the country. Uh, and now it's going to be interesting to see what uh, more responsibilities maybe that Grace takes moving forward. There's a couple obvious ones you can talk about. We'll look at maybe what she can improve upon heading into next season and what uh, next year may look like for her. But BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, uh, league reviews and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Look, we talked about OG Ananobi on, I believe, Friday's podcast. Again, huge night from him tonight. Look, the Raptors were down 3 nothing. I think at the time I said it was kind of a formality. It's now a 3-2 series. It's getting close to anything can happen stage, and OG has been absolutely balling out in that series. So find that game. The next game should be on Wednesday, I believe, in that series. So if you want to see OG balling out, go, go check out that one. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. You guys can bet on that Philly-Toronto series, bet on OG's props, whatever you want to do. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. So if you're looking at Grace Berger's season next year, uh, there's a couple different ways that uh, she may need to step up. Potentially, it's going to be interesting to see what type of role she takes with the team. Obviously, she's still going to be the go-to player, the premier player, the t the, the top scorer. Uh, when IU needs a basket, they're going to go to her. She's earned that right. She is their best perimeter player, and there's a pretty good argument for her just being the best player overall. Um, the two areas that it could be interesting to see how she's used next season, potentially as a three-point shooter, that's just something – it's not in her game, and it really hasn't been. Um, she only attempted 23 three-pointers this season or this past season, which is the fewest she's ever shot in a season. Made six of them. It's a matter of her kind of recognizing a weakness and just staying away from it. But IU kind of took that same identity in that three-point shooting wasn't necessarily a strength. We talked about this with Seth Tao in last week's episode. Three-point shooting wasn't really a strength for this team, so they just didn't do it a lot, and they were still successful. And that kind of describes Grace's season. But 
that's always going to be something that people can point at and say an obvious area for improvement. Perhaps um, if you want to play at the next level, she probably needs a little bit more of a three-point shot, but it, it would certainly benefit her and benefit the Hoosiers. But when you add Scalia and when you add Sydney Parrish, uh, that certainly lessens the need for Grace to be more of a three-point shooter, but it, it certainly wouldn't hurt for her to develop that shot. She has such a good mid-range shot that you would think that would translate just moving it back a, a handful of more feet uh, to the three-point line. The other area it'll be interesting to see how much she's used is perhaps as a point guard. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see Sarah Scalia is going to start at point guard. After that, they're probably going to have to go to someone either as a, a freshman or a, maybe a little more uh, inexperienced. Maybe it's a, a Chloe Moore McNeil uh, that plays a backup point guard, or maybe it's Grace Berger, who certainly is a capable ball handler. Uh, it was not as much point guard duty for her this past season. She was kind of the quote-unquote third-string point guard. Uh, both Nicole Cardano-Hillary and Allie Patberg did more of the point guard stuff. Not to, I mean, you don't average 4.7 assists as Grace did, though, without having the ball in your hands. And she is a very, very suitable passer, uh, very talented passer. So it'll be interesting to see if she has more ball-handling duties, especially if Scalia can space the floor with her shooting and put her more in spot-up situations. You could see how that might work. So I'm curious to see what Grace looks to improve upon this offseason. Those are two examples, maybe. Maybe she targets something else. Maybe she wants to get better at finishing around the rim, maybe a better defender. Um, there were times where teams targeted Grace. Uh, she has so much offensive responsibility that uh, it was tough for her defensively to keep up that same level of activity. So there are a number of ways that she can improve next season, and it'll be curious or interesting to see which one of those she targets going into next year. But no matter what it is, she's going to be a supremely talented player once again, and the IU fans are lucky to get to watch her one more season. Um, she's going to be making a run at a lot of kind of scoring leaderboards and whatnot within Indiana up to 1,531 points total with one more season. There aren't many players that play five seasons in Bloomington and Grace has played basically every game, each of those five seasons. So um, that'll be a deeper dive at some point to look how close she's going to get to some scoring titles, uh, all time leaderboards and whatnot. But She's going to make a run at him because uh, she is certainly going to have the ball in her hands and certainly going to put up points next season. So that wraps up our women's side of the individual season recaps. It was a, a really fun season and one we may do a little bit more talking about, but a lot of the stuff now is going to be looking forward to next season and what the future holds for this program because it's going to be a really exciting one. So um, it was fun to look back on this memorable season, memorable time for IU women's basketball, but it's just as exciting to look forward as well. We'll finish up the men's side of the season recaps this week, but, uh, 
First, thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every single day. And tomorrow, as I promised, we're going to talk about the NFL draft. I know I keep teasing it and then not doing it. Look, I'm out of days to not do it. The draft is on Thursday. I have to do it tomorrow. So we will look at your Micah McFadden's, your Peyton Hendershots, your Ty Freifogels, uh, some of the other guys who might go undrafted. We'll get a sense of what their range is, whether they'll be picked, where they'll be picked, things like that. Now, speaking of the NFL draft, make your second listen locked on NFL draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Appreciate all the love you guys show us. I know I say that a lot. I promise. It does not ring hollow. I I really appreciate what this has become, and it really means a lot to have all the support you guys have given us, considering we're still within a year of starting this thing from the ground up and still still riding high. We're we're closing in on May, and you guys are still listening to this every day, so I thank you a ton for that. Make sure you uh, are subscribed wherever you listen to us at, including over at YouTube. Leave us a rating wherever you listen to us at as well. That helps us out a ton. Most importantly, though, guys, I want everybody to have a, a terrific Tuesday in LAO.